This is The Road to Bathurst, a special edition podcast with the Red Bull Holden Racing Team. Uh, welcome everyone to The Road to Bathurst, a special podcast series with Red Bull Racing Holden, Ra- sorry, Red Bull Holden Racing Team. Uh, if you're on the way to Bathurst, uh, welcome. It's good to have your company if you're at the mountain. Hopefully you're uh, having a good time. And if you can't be there this year, uh, we're glad you're joining us. Uh, on the Joining us this day, we have Will Dale from foxsports.com.au. Welcome, Will. Cheers, AJ. And uh, happy to be joined by uh, multiple Bathurst champion, Jamie Winkup. Good morning, Jamie. Good morning, guys. And also engineer to the stars, Mr David Couchy. Welcome, Couchy. Morning, everybody. Now, boys, before we start, let, let's let's warm up a little bit. What's it like in the lead-up to Bathurst each year? Oh, uh, well, in some way, we just treat Bathurst like another event, you know, and uh, we like to think we prepare as well as we do for every race we go to, uh, and Bathurst is no different. But to be honest, it is, it is special. It's a holy grail. It's the biggest event of the year. Um, if there's anything on the car that's going to be replaced every 12 months, so to speak, then it's generally replaced before Bathurst, and we make sure we uh, have our, you know, go up there as well prepared as possible and put our, put our uh, front foot forward. What about for for you, Couchy? What's it like in the lead up for Bathurst for you? Yeah, like like Jamie said, you know, we we, we try to be pretty meticulous, um, you know, regardless of the event, um, we, throughout the whole year, and um, but but certainly for Bathurst, we we take extra attention and making sure in terms of ensuring reliability on the cars. So, yeah, replacing those um, those components that might have been on there for, for 12 months or six months and um, just, just ensuring that we've got all our, our systems sort of and processes really down pat. And, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big, long day and reliability is obviously important and, and it also comes down to the simple things of, of pit stops and procedures um, all those things really, really come into play. It's a long day. People get tired and um, there's a lot of things that can get thrown at you. So it's just pretty much trying to make sure that you're prepared for the uh, unexpected, I guess you could say. Perfect. So what excites you both about the lead-up to Bathurst and about getting to about the Bathurst week? Oh, uh, it's the race itself. Like it's, a, it's the biggest race we get to. Um, hardest, the toughest metal race that, that we do all year. Uh, and we just get excited about the, the competition. There's going to be every single team, um, every single team member is going to be trying to put in their best performance at the, at the biggest race of the year. And we're just going to go out there and compete with everyone else and do the best we can. So um, there's no more excitement than, than the actual competition, the, the, the battle that's going to go on on, uh, on Sunday during the day. How do you guys prepare different to Bathurst to any other race. Now, I, I saw a, a video uh, online of you guys doing some, some CrossFit and Couchy, you're in uh, full beast mode and, uh, and won that challenge. But uh, how, do you, how do you prepare differently for, uh, for the big enduro? I think yeah, from, from an engineering point of view, um, it, it is quite a long, it's a long week. Um, there, there is a big lead up, so we're on track from from Thursday, uh, practicing. It's, we basically have six six sessions of one hour, so it's six hours of, of practice. So it it does seem like a lot of time relative to most um, weekends where we get um, probably sort of two to three three hours of practice. Um, so it's it's just a it's a really long week. So you sort of have to be prepared. You can 
or else you end up getting to um, getting to Sunday and you're, you're pretty much wrecked before the, the race has even started. So you're just trying to um, just really cross off all the all detailed things, your run plan, trying to have everything so that you know um, you know what you want to do and, and sort of where you want to end up come sort of Sunday morning um, for that race start. Um, so that, that's the biggest thing. It's not it's not too different to, to any other race, but but you you know just a little bit of extra emphasis because it is such a a big week and it can be quite uh, tiring and draining. So for you, Couchy, being a you know being um, Jay, Jamie's race engineer, what challenges are there for you through the week and come race day? Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, during the, the the lead up, it's it's really you're trying to just set yourself up for race day, basically. I mean. You know, um, we've had years where we've been fast all through practice and, and fast in the race, and we've had years where we've been absolutely useless up until the warm-up. So um, you, you just have to keep uh, chipping away at it um, and, and really just making sure that you have the car right for um, for that um, that start on Sunday morning. So, you know, you can. it's always good to, you know, we all want to roll out the front fast, and there's no question that that's... Um, that that's the best way to end up with with the the best result uh, is, is have a fast car on Thursday. But um, you definitely have to keep on top of it. Um, a fast car, a car that works on Thursday might not necessarily work on uh, on Sunday afternoon when the track is flagged. So um, you know you're just just continuously chasing the car and and um, and working with the drivers to make sure that they're they're happy and comfortable and they're and they're, um, they're good to go fast. So, Couchy, we normally hear you on the radio and see you in the broadcast around the times the cars are on track, but can you take us through what a normal race day or race weekend day looks like for a race engineer? Yeah, so uh, first thing, you, you know, you get to the track. We normally get there sort of fairly early, around the 6.30, 7 o'clock mark, um, and you're just starting to plan your day out. So you, you're making sure that you've got your, your tyres. So you'll, you'll go and talk to your tyre guy. You'll give him your tyre plan for the day, give him the pressures that you want your tyres set to for which sessions and, and which set. Um, and then it's the same thing with all, all your mechanics. So you're going to them, talking to them about um, writing all the, any jobs that you've dreamt up overnight, any setup changes that you've dreamt up overnight. You're putting that on the list so that those guys can start working away at that. Uh, making sure you've got any parts that you need for the that you want to test throughout the throughout the day available and ready. So whether it be dampers or springs or um, whatever whatever it might be, all the there's so many parameters we can change on the car. But just making sure that um, everyone's got a heads up on all those things. And then we have a number of briefings. So we'll have a, a morning briefing where we run through the day's um, sessions and and what's happening on the day and um, run through setups between all the three cars. And then obviously talking to the drivers, um, so Jamie and PD, um, and going through the run plan with them and getting more any any more feedback, any things that they've thought of overnight as well. Um, and then it's basically executing all those plans during the session. So, you know, running through your test plan for your practice sessions. Um, and then again, same thing when it comes to, say, a qualifying session, um, trying to make sure that you... Um, you get through all the all the things and have the the right springs and the right uh, tires on the car at the right time and um, and then yeah that's uh, sort of fairly um, that's pretty much much your day and then by, at the end of the day after the last session um, you you know evaluating what was good and what was bad of the 
the day that you've just had and then again how, how you can make the car go faster tomorrow so that's it's basically a continuous cycle of just trying to make uh, incremental improvements on the car that's a that's a fairly big day and a, a good insight mm. couchy it's um it's one of those <laughs> things that you don't actually think about you just kind of you know <clears throat> think about the the cars you guys have meetings and a roll out on the day and then kind of off you go so that's a that's a really good insight um boys what's who's your biggest threat this year is it from within or is it i mean who are you kind of keeping an eye on that uh, do you think is going to be your biggest competitor this year uh, i'd say it's within i'd say our biggest competitor is going to be ourselves um without sounding arrogant i think we've got all the, the tools in the in the toolbox so to speak and the people and the resources to do the job it's just going to come down to fighting our own mental battles and making sure we're uh we, we do the job that we, we know we can do. Um, but apart from that, gee, how could you, how can you narrow it up to any one or two teams? Like, Bathurst can be won by anyone in this day and age. Uh, and you see so many teams just rise to a, to a new high come the, come the biggest race of the year. So we can't, uh, obviously all the usual culprits are going to be fast, you know, but who's a threat for the race? I, it sounds cliche, but I think everyone. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. we all roll up to the circuit. What's your favourite part? What bit do you look... What corner or what part of Bathurst do you look forward to every year to going through or around? <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a... It's a weird... It's a bit of a weird uh, love or fetish. It's... Because um, the, the bits that you enjoy the most are the ones that you... Yeah, the most daunting and, and the ones you yeah you know hard in the mouth sort of stuff at the time. So skyline skyline's a great corner, but if you get it wrong, yeah you're gonna hurt yourself. So while during the during the week, especially on the Thursday Friday when you're just trying to get up to speed there, you're having massive moments. And you're not really enjoying it, but then you look back and go, hey, that was pretty cool. So I hope hopefully that's answered your question. The, the enjoyable bits are generally not that fun at the time. Now, for you, Couchy, you don't uh, get, get to, to roll out and, and see Bathurst. Is that something that you always wish you could do, have a like a hot lap around Bathurst at, at full speed, or is it something that you're like, no, it's not for me, I'm happy doing what I'm doing? <laughs> um, no, look, definitely I, I would love to um, experience what it's like to, to be in one of those cars um, doing a flat-out lap around Bathurst. I... I Every year, it still gives me uh, goosebumps uh, to watch the. It does sound cliche, but it's true. Um, to watch the cars go around, I think. I think they're. Um, I think they're all lunatics to do what they do at the speeds <laughs> at the speed that they do. Uh, it does. It does impress me um, every single year, and I don't think I'll. I don't think I'll ever get um, get tired of watching watching our cars go go around that place. So yeah, look, it would be it would be amazing to um, to have a to have a hot lap um, one day. I think if I if I drove, I don't think I'd get very far um, before it would all uh, <laughs> walk. But um, but yeah, to do a hot lap would would be quite spectacular. I'd say just to feel um, feel what it's like. It's it's a circuit that unless you've even just walked it, um, we do we do a track walk um, at the beginning of the weekend. Um, and every year when you walk it, um, it just you, you know gives you a, a, a newfound appreciation of all the all the camber changes, the altitude changes, how steep it is, how narrow it is, um, 
you know everyone really needs to to get to that track at some point in their in their life and really um you know yeah at le- even just walk it and that'll just give you a newfound appreciation for what uh what those guys and girls are doing out there so you haven't had a chance to go for a hot lap with jamie around bathurst but has have you gone in the car with him anywhere before yeah, I have. I've had a few. Um, I've had a few laps at um, at Queensland Raceway and uh, uh, probably uh, maybe Sydney Motorsport Park. And um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> All the glamorous locations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, if you if you boys could change one thing over the amount of races that you've done there, whether it be Jamie, you in the car, or Couchy, you know, engineering, what would it be? Oh, I. That's it's a commonly asked question, and I don't regret anything. I don't regret anything we've done up there. I'm, I've, uh, apart from last year when we had the engine failure, uh, I'm pretty proud of what we've been able to achieve. We've been in mm-hmm. contention and contributed to the race for, I think, the last decade, which is, which is, as I say, we're, we're just really proud of that, and that's all we're hoping for this year is to go up there and be in contention for the race and give it all we got. That's that's all you can do. So. Um, if 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 we're there at the end, um, then we, we we couldn't be happier. But hey, if we stand on the top step of the podium, that's that's fantastic. But um, that's certainly second to, to giving it all we got. What about for for you, Couchy? Is there something that you would have changed over the years? Um, yeah, look, I think as Jamie said, I think we've we've always ended up being competitive there. Um, you know, and um, yeah, no, we've had a few a few sort of. Uh, not so happy endings to, to, to a couple of years. And um, the, the best thing for me is that um, aside from last year where, you know, we, we genuinely weren't really performing as well in terms of car speed that, that we expected to be or wanted to be. Um, and that, that was really disappointing for me as, a, as an engineer. We, we never really got our head around the car or I never really got my head around the car last year. And, um, you know, we missed out on the top 10 um, for example, and um, I think we were pretty competitive come Sunday um, when we finally sorted it out a bit, um, but we never got to see that as you know as Jamie mentioned we had it we had an engine failure unfortunately um, but every other year you know look even when we 've had um, the, the end result hasn 't been good we 've been there you know we 've been leading on the last lap we 've crossed the line first and still not got the win um, you know so i, I don 't think you can um, that's that 's the beauty of Bathurst and that 's what makes what makes Bathurst so so amazing and so um, so great when you actually uh, do do get to win it. So that's um, for me. That that's uh, that's what we're uh, that's what we're all about. And as long as I I can deliver those guys, uh, or, or we as a team can deliver the, the drivers a fast car. Um, what what happens out there happens out there, and um, you know you just live with it, and it, it it's still a great experience. We touched on those sort of tough tougher times where it hasn't all quite worked out. How have those those moments, say Bathurst 2014, times through early 2015, how has that helped you guys evolve your relationship as, it's a question for both of you, how has it helped evolve your relationship as a driver and engineer? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> look, it is all part of, it's part of what we do and um, we're, all, we're all humans and we're all, we're all, we all have the same goal. We all, we all want to go fast and we all want to win races. That's what it's all about. And, and you have to accept that um, at different times um, we're all going to, you know, I mean, I say, you know, make mistakes, but we, we, you can't always deliver 
um, the, a win for every every single race, and we're all in it together. And there's times when we make mistakes engineering-wise. There's times we make strategic mistakes. Um, there's times we make mistakes in a pit stop. Um, anyone in motorsport, if there's anyone you find in motorsport who says they've never made a mistake, well, they've never achieved anything in, in my eyes because we're all we're all uh, we're all putting ourselves out there. We're all we're all giving everything we've got, and um, you have to accept that sometimes it's not going to it's not going to come off. You're not going to pull it off, um, and whether it be be in me not delivering a fast enough car, or, or like I said, or, or, or Jamie making a mistake out there, whatever it might be, you, you just have to um, look at it, accept it, and um, and move on to the to the next event and the next race, and 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 build on on those things. So, yeah, it's just a, it, it is truly um, it's a it's a team sport, um, and that's what that's what happens sometimes. One thing, like both AJ and I listen to a lot of the. Um team radios back after race weekends to work on to work on putting together radio days packages it always impresses me the level of clarity that you two in particular have with your communication and how like how have how do you work on that and how do you evolve that over the years in terms of making sure that you each understand exactly what the other is trying to tell you uh, there's no science behind it. It's just it's just one of uh, the things that we that we um, debrief after the race meeting, um, and just go through and work out what we did well, what we didn't do so well, and how we can get better. So, yeah, it's, it's one of it's one of a hundred things on the list to to try to improve. But there's no real no real science in it. We just learn from mistakes and um, and then of course understand when we, we we did get it right and try to repeat that the next time. Now you guys have been involved in some classic moments over over the years. If you could pick your favourite Bathurst moment, whether it be something you're involved in or something that you've seen over the years, pick your favourite Bathurst moment for me. Oh, for me, it was the... I think it's... I keep getting 14 and 15 mixed up. I think it was the 14 race. Mm-hmm. Um, was that where Chaz... Is that the year Chaz won? It yeah. is. That's, that's the, the one. one. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, mate, that was the best race I've ever been involved in. I... I, I Stacked the car pretty heavily in quality. Started last. We got to the lead. Went one and three quarter laps down, and somehow we were leading the race on the last lap, um, and it, it didn't quite go our way. So for me, that was that's one of the best races I've ever been involved in. So that's a that's a highlight. It's it's funny you mention that because that's the the uh, the doco that we're doing this year for the the Bathurst Channel is uh, 2014. So it is on uh, Tuesday night at uh, 7:30. Tune in. Yep. It's a, it's yep. a cracker. You can. Okay. Interviewing everyone, and actually, there's a good, a great quote from you, Jamie, that we've put in that it's that you say it's not all about winning. It's the first time that you realise it's about the effort that everyone puts in, and not about standing on the top step. So that was a very interesting quote for for me. Mm. Yeah, I think we were I think we were eating oranges at half time, weren't we? Something you were? the track for a couple of <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we did that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you yeah. went for a sleep, didn't you, Jamie? At uh, in the in the break, a little rest. Yeah, in the I, usually, I usually have a little snooze in the middle of the day. It's a long day. I, I, I don't. I can't do anything for six hours in a row. <laughs> what about you, Couchy? Do you have a, a favourite Bathurst moment? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've um, so two fourteen was my first year race engineering um, with Jamie. I, I'd been lucky enough to win um, a few before that, um, just as a as a performance engineer or data engineer. 
um, with Triple Eight. But um, I think 214, not only was it my first year um, race engineering, but it's the first year that I, I mean, really experienced from a race engineer's perspective the the full emotions of Bathurst. And, and as Jamie already touched on, you, um, you have to remember we had a, we weren't we weren't really quick in the in the lead up. Um, we crashed in bat, uh, in qualifying, sorry. Um, so we started from last on the on the grid or second last, I think it was. Funny enough, I think Chaz was one row behind us mm-hmm. um, mm. off the start. Um, I remember we were under the bridge and, and seeing him back there. Um, we yeah had a little tangle, I think, with one of the Kellys. Um, yep. we had to come into the pit. We thought that we thought that something on the car was broken. It ended up just being a, a bent rim and flat tire. So we we quickly um, got it back out. We were a lap down. We got our lap back. It was just such a. It just taught me just it's it's a it's the race that you just can never give up. Absolutely never give up. And and sure enough, as Jamie said, it was the last lap. We're coming down Conrod and. We're still in first place, and it didn't. It, we didn't finish. Uh, we didn't end up that way in first place, but it just, it just really sort of made me understand what Bathurst is all about. And um, yeah, haven't haven't quite had a win there as a race engineer yet, but um, it's made me. It made me very, very hungry for one. So, J Dub, if you could pick any enduro partner ever from any category, from any era, from any year, who would it be? Oh, PD, of course. <laughs> it, that's a that's a tough one. I I've been real lucky. I've been able to team up with with not only good drivers but mates. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up with PD. Um, I, I'm good, really good mates with Andrew Thompson. Um, Lounsey, Lounsey's been my, my team. You know, he's been my teammate for the last decade. So um, all my, all the guys I've teamed up with have been good mates, which is which has been fantastic. I think it'll be a bit weird teaming up with somebody that I didn't actually know personally because mm-hmm. uh, I've never never been able to do that. So, um, yeah, yeah, couldn't couldn't be happier with uh, with PD. I think he's been he's been unbelievable to us um, the last the last seven or eight years as far as uh, to us as far as car eighty eight or car one's concerned. So, um, could couldn't ask any more. Couchy, what have you learnt from J Dub over the years of over all the years that you've been together? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely nothing. Uh, uh, I think it's just um, just trying to have a bit of fun with it too. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm probably a bit more of a take things. I certainly take my motor. I don't take myself very seriously, but I, I do take um, my job and, and motorsport very seriously. And um, and sometimes you have to remember that um, you just have to remind yourself that. We're um, we're very privileged to do what we do. We you know we we get we get paid to, to go around to, to different places racing cars and and you have to really enjoy that experience and have a bit of fun with it sometimes. Now that doesn't mean you just play around and um, be happy not to be competitive. That's that's not that's not what we're saying. But but you, you do have to enjoy it and stop and enjoy the moment and and have a bit of fun instead of just uh, being too serious all the time. So so Jade, I was probably put bit of a, a lighter side on, uh, you know, behind the scenes, um, mm-hmm. made things a bit lighter and a bit more enjoyable instead of just being uh, head down flat out the, the whole time. <laughs> and, Jamie, I'll throw the same question to you. What have you learnt from Couchy over all the years that you've been together? Oh, I think DC highlights, the, the harder you work, you only get out what you put in, mm-hmm. you know, you, and that's uh, that's what it's all about. He he came to, to Triple Eight years ago with little skill but massive ambition and, massive uh, will to, to want to win and just ground away at it and 
he's, uh, he's, he's getting the rewards for that. So this highlights what we already know, that there's just no substitute for just, just giving it your all and um, having a red-eye go. Couchy, what, what do you think is uh, J-Dub's worst habit in the car? Worst habit in the car? Um, well, he's very meticulous with everything in the car. Like we don't, we don't get away with anything. Like if there's anything that's making a noise or rattling or um, something that's not a hundred percent straight or spot on, he'll um, he'll he'll pick it up. And um, but I mean, which is which is a good thing. Um, so um, oh, worst worst habit. Um, no, I mean. I don't, I don't think I really, I'm sorry. It sounds pretty boring, but I don't. I don't really have a lot of dirt on him. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pretty, pretty, pretty good operator, I have to say. That's probably a, that's probably a good thing. JW escaped yeah. that fairly lightly, which is good. Um, yeah, that's good. If you if you could gift a Bathurst trophy to anyone else, who would it be? Oh, who's been robbed over the years? <laughs> who's been robbed apart from ourselves? Yeah, <laughs> we've, robbed, we've robbed ourselves a fair few times. I, I think we are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've built, built, built a heap of cash up in the till and then, uh, yeah, and then robbed it on ourselves at the end of the day. Um, who, gee, that's another tough question, isn't it? Who? Yeah. Glenn, Glenn Seaton's never won it mm-hmm. at first, has he? No. Correct. Is that right? That's correct. And I remember growing up, I remember growing up watching uh, Glenn, he led, yeah. Am I right in thinking he was stopped, stopped halfway out of out of turn two, just rolled backwards, while yep. leading the race late? Eight, I think eight laps to go. Yeah, eight laps yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, ma- got massively yeah, dropped rolled. A so if yeah. if I if I could give anyone a Bathurst trophy, it'd probably be probably be Cedar. I think he deserves it more than anyone else. It's a, it's, a, it's a very popular choice. I remember interviewing Craig Baird a couple of years ago and he said, if I ever won Bathurst, the first thing I'd do is grab the Bathurst trophy and take it round to Glenn Seaton's house and put it on his front doorstep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's yeah, all... Yeah. Not sure that, I'm not sure that would make him feel any better, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of rub it yeah. in a bit. So, so the, the last question I have is, when you finally get to the top step of Bathurst and after all the history and watching it as a kid and all those sort of things, Jamie, your first win was in 06 with Lounsey, a very emotional race. What's it yep. like standing on the top step, looking out with the crowd chanting your name for the first time? Well, 06, you don't really know what's going on. You don't understand what Bathurst is all about. And you, you talk to Davey Reynolds... And he, he was exactly the same last year, you know. Um, you know it's it's big day. You're tired. It's an amazing, obviously amazing podium. But um, you don't actually understand the magnitude, how many people have been somewhat affected or, or influenced by the race until the 12 months later they bring out the Bathurst model car. There's two and a half thousand of them, and you pretty much sign those over the <laughs> over the next 12 months, you know. Uh, but then people talking about the race and the and, and the history is, is huge. So um, the podium itself, great. But, yeah, understanding what that means over the next 12 months in small increments, that's, uh, that's what it's all about. I know that, that you've said that you'll reflect on your career when it's all done and dusted and reflect on all your Bathurst wins. But it must feel good to know that 
there's people that haven't won it, but you've done it multiple times with different co-drivers. It must make you feel good that you're in a, a special in a, in a special crowd. Yes, yes, and yeah, yeah, for sure. But as I say, I'm still in the heat of the battle, so I'm not I'm not looking at past results and going how good am I. I'm just uh, I'm just looking at how can how can we get better and how can we how can we achieve more in the future. I don't take for granted at the same time what what we've achieved before us. Uh, not at all, but I just want to get better, and I just want to uh, want to make sure I represent my, my teammates the best I possibly can. So it won't be until after I hang the helmet up and it's all done that I'll go, "Hey, you know those numbers are cool, or that that thing's cool." At the moment, I just want to uh, as I say, achieve, achieve more for the group of people that I represent. Perfect. Well, boys, thank you for your time this week in the, the lead up to Bathurst. I know it's a, a busy time for you. Uh, we wish you all the best. Uh, for for this week, yeah. and um, hopefully you can uh, can bring home a uh, a very strong result, another uh, Bathurst win for you, Jamie, and and for you, Couchy, a, a first race engineer win uh, win for you. Yeah, that'll be nice, guys. Thank uh, you. Thanks for having us. It's always good to chat to you. And don't forget, there's another two parts to the road to Bathurst with Rebel Racing with Rebel Holden Racing Team uh, with SVG and Shippy and also uh, Lowndes and Richo. So look out for those. You'll see those in the coming days. Thanks for your time, everyone, and we will see you all at the mountain.